0: is here, and you're listening to This is Life Unfiltered, my weekly podcast on entrepreneurship, fearlessness, and getting out of your comfort zone. So before I get into this podcast, I want to remind you guys to follow This is Life Unfiltered on social media at TILU podcast as well as my personal social media, which is at Alexa underscore Curtis. And by the time this episode will have come out, I will have released where the next Be Fearless Summit will be hosted at. And it's at Berkeley. So I'm really excited. I've been getting a ton of submissions for people who are wanting to speak and sponsor. And so keep your eyes and everything open for um, kind of the next steps with who the speakers are on BeFearlessSummit.org as well as the social media at be Fearless Summit. So, a few weeks ago, my assistant actually sent me a text and she sent me somebody named Ava and she was like, You got to check this girl out. She's perfect for the podcast. And I was like, Okay, if, if she's sending me someone, I'm like really picky who comes on this podcast. Like, she's got to be good. So, I clicked on the girl's Instagram and I was like, Oh, kind of interesting. And she was like, My mom checked her out. And like, we just think she's really great for the podcast. So, Today I've got Ava Michelle, and I'm really excited to have you on. I
1: love that. That's thank you so much great.
0: for being here. No, thank
1: you for having me. I'm super excited.
0: Well, you are young and awesome, and you're the star of a Netflix show, everything, and you are Crazy. probably way much better at telling your story than I am. So I'm gonna give you the reins to tell us about yourself.
1: Tell us, okay? I don't even know where we start. Um, so I'm originally from Michigan, so Midwest gal at heart. Um, I started dancing originally when I was two years old, and then my mom actually opened a dance studio in Michigan when I was three. And so I grew up there just dancing and competing and doing all that fun stuff. And then when I was 10 years old, I decided to go audition for actually AUDC, which was a show that Abby Lee Miller was doing. Um, And somehow I made it on Dance Moms. And so I was on that, and that really just opened my eyes to what was available in the entertainment industry and really got me into it, knowing that there was more than just these small-town dreams. So um, that eventually took me out to L.A., and so I started modeling because I was growing a lot and was like, why not use that? And then dancing and singing and went into acting. So we moved out here about three years ago and just working all the time and you know training and you know and then tall girl came about after many auditions of being told no because of my height so it's just been an amazing journey especially this past year
0: Well, we're going to get into tall girl in a little bit, but I want you to take us back to your childhood. I'm Mm -hmm. from a small town too, and I can tell right off the bat that you are really humble and actually just seem like a really genuine person, which in Hollywood probably know
1: is quite hard to come across. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's always been something that's been really important to me and something that my mom instilled in me at a very young age. I remember her telling me the second that you think you are better than anyone else, we are done. And I think that it's, it's so important to be humble and to you know, stick to your roots. And also, I mean, this industry is an industry that you're constantly working with people. So you have to be a good person to work with because that is is really going to be the thing that books you job after job, you know, just yeah. being pleasant to be around and all of that. Um, but being a good person is like, Top of my list, importance.
0: (laughs) So, growing up when you were in school, I mean, did you ever have, I guess, your own personal experiences with bullying? Or I know you talk a lot now about mental health as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. I went through a lot. I mean, as we all do in school, and we all have different things, but definitely, I mean, I was always that kid who wasn't really into what everybody else was into. I was definitely really serious about dance because I knew that I wanted to be a professional dancer and that's what I was going to do. And a lot of my friends were not OK with that because, you know, they'd invite me to their birthday parties, whatever. And I'm like, sorry, I have a dance competition and they'd get mad at me and we would not be friends anymore. Um, so that was kind of difficult going through that because nobody really understood my seriousness in it. And they didn't take me seriously for doing that. Um, but also my height was always a, a really big struggle for me just with my own self-confidence because, You know, we're in school and I think our biggest focus is just to blend in and all be the same and because we don't want to be seen. And um, I stood out, literally. So that was really difficult for me. And just the comments that kids would say sometimes really they shouldn't have, but they really have stuck with me. And. Yeah, so that was... How tall are you? I'm 6'1". Oh, wow. So so you're tall. And and at what age
0: do you feel like you started to get really tall?
1: I've always been tall. Wow. I was always the tallest in my class. I never really had like a huge growing spurt. I just was always really tall yeah which
0: I mean high school sucks especially yeah
1: and it was also difficult because I was really skinny too so I had a lot of people telling me that I was anorexic or like that my mom wasn't feeding me and I can tell you right now I'm the biggest foodie (laughs) out there so I got really offended about that because I'm like you should see what I eat daily Um, so that was really difficult especially because that is a huge mental health issue and for someone to accuse me of doing that is now that I think of it really really wrong um yeah, so I, I was just always tall. I mean, I was 5'10 at 13, so...
0: Looking back, do you have any advice for your younger self? Like, knowing that you were so, I guess, kind of insecure and were bullied at that time, mm-hmm. like, now that you've gotten through that, what advice do you have for your younger self?
1: Um, I think... I mean, my mom always gave me, honestly, the best advice, and I think it's just keep going if this is what you want to do. Um, you know, put your blinders on and just... Do it, be a good person, be kind to everyone, work hard and you know, you'll know you get there. But I, I also really believe that the journey that we have is meant to happen and what we go through is meant to make us strong for what's to come. So honestly, even though I went through some really terrible times, I wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs>
0: Okay, so let's talk about dance mom. So yeah. you're in Michigan and then you get yes. casted in this show which I think films in Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay, okay. So then at what point did you end up going there and were you nervous about that? I mean, you probably oh my God, were. I was so nervous. How old?
1: So nervous. I was 10. 10. Okay, that's really young. It was really yeah, I was really young and I was so nervous. Like I just remember the first time that I went on camera and you know, I was really terrified of just The whole cast, the moms and, you know, Abby and all of that. I remember like the first time I was like trying to smile and my cheeks were just like shaking because I was so nervous. And then you have to go dance. And so being nervous and dancing in a studio, it just but it also, you know, made me so aware of like being on a set and being a part of a cast and like how all that works, because I had no clue. Sure. And it was a really unexpected thing because I wasn't even auditioning for Dance Moms. I was auditioning for like the other show that she had. So it's just, yeah, it was crazy. Did you at
0: one point have this moment where you were like, I want to be in entertainment and you told your mom and were like, this is it, I want to be in this industry or kind of was it a a slower Um, growth?
1: I always, like I would probably say when I was, Probably eight. I was like, mom, I always, you know, when you do those yeah. like little packages of like, what do you want to be when you're younger or when you're older? <laughs> what do you want to be new, when you grow <laughs> up? It was always, I want to be a professional dancer with like a little stick figure of a ballerina underneath it. And that was always my thing. So yeah, going on Dance Moms was like, okay, wait, my dreams are coming yeah. true. So, that was really, really cool for me. But it couldn't
0: have just been that easy. I mean, most people no. when they go on Instagram and especially like you have such an awesome and huge social media following, but there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. So, as somebody who um, you know, was on that show and now you're not in that show anymore, um, but you are on movies and whatnot. I mean, uh, what advice do you have for kids who are listening and something that I'm asked quite often is like how do you find that drive inside of you like you know they all want to like hustle and right. and like have that drive to like be successful but then it's like no one ever actually knows what they're passionate about they're just mm-hmm. obsessed with the concept of hustle and like being really passionate about something but they don't know what to be passionate about right. um, but it seems like you and I kind of knew that from a young age young so age, yeah. for people who are listening and are like I want the fire that Ava and Alexa have but I can't find it right. and that's a hard question to answer. It is a hard
1: question I think what helped me with that was honestly dance was mm-hmm. having that work ethic at such a young age and dance is one of those things that you really can't fake so it was always you you get out of it what you put into it and I think that that is a really strong um, thing for everyone right now I feel like in this day and age there's different ways that you can do things and I think we're just trying we're finding little shortcuts but I think the biggest thing is just put the work in and if this is something that you want once you do that, everything will start coming and know that I think my biggest thing was I had ups and downs of like, you know, we all doubt ourselves all the time. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. It was always that voice in the back of my head. But like I said, the journey is is meant to be and what's supposed to happen is going to happen. So if you really work hard, put the work in kind to everyone, even if it's a person walking down the street, you never know who that is, especially in L.A., um, Yeah, so I think it's just, I think it's your work ethic and just believing in yourself. Huge thing, really hard to learn, but do that. (laughs) And
0: you're how old now?
1: I'm 17. Okay, so if you
0: take it back, so you were on the show when you were 10. 10. So it's not like this is something that happened overnight.
1: No, it's been a very long, difficult journey for sure. And that's what's kind of funny is because with this movie everyone's like newcomer Ava Michelle and I'm like but I'm really not is you know it's my first big acting role but I've been auditioning for a while and I've gotten so close to so many huge jobs and honestly a lot of the times it would come down to my height Mm. of like the opposite is shorter than you so we can't book you or you're just not the look the height is great but you're just not the look that we want because we want like this basketball player and I'm not necessarily that look, yeah. Um. So yeah, that was always really difficult, but it, it has been a journey. And a lot of times, long they, I feel like
0: they don't also tell you, like casting directors and stuff. Like they'll just be like, oh, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's hard, especially I ran into that with dance a lot, and that was something that was really difficult for me because, like I said, I always wanted to be a professional dancer, and then I got out here, and because I always grew up in my mom's studio, my height was never. Uh, a topic it was never a thing because she just always made it work and it was never anything that I ever worried about but when I started getting out here and realizing that they wanted everyone to be the same height and blend because most dance things are group dancers and so I would they'd be like Ava your talent is good enough but you just don't blend with this group and that at a young age is so hard because you're like I've I'm a perfectionist, and I'm like, what can I do? What can I do to get this? What can I do to be better? And it was something that was totally out of my control. So let's talk about tall girl,
0: yeah. uh, because obviously that is a huge thing. And that's kind of like, you know, you said that Yay. newcomer word. And mm-hmm. that's that's really kind of put you on the map. Yes. Um, so tall girl explores the double standard on height between men and women. Why do you think being tall as a woman is treated as a negative when being tall is a positive thing for men, which I can relate to? And right. all my friends are like, oh, like I only want to date a tall guy. And I'm like, yeah. do not look at any other <laughs>
1: thing. I know. It's, it's very difficult because me as a person, I... I look at who people are way more than their height. I mean, it is a thing that we obviously think of, but I think it's really just the images that we've built, whether it's the film industry or the social media um, of this perfect couple and what they look like. And so we've kind of created this stereotype in our mind that we didn't know we created, but it's there. And so... I think it's really cool for us to have a movie that addresses something such as height because it really is something that we a lot of us struggle with, whether we're tall or we're short or, um, I mean, really any difference, but it's not something that's been addressed yet. And I think that bringing awareness to it is really important because it can make us think, are we stereotyping these people or are we honestly stereotyping ourselves and limiting ourselves to what we could do or who we could be with?
0: and what you said at the beginning of the episode is a really great is a really great note because you mentioned that people would always say that you were really thin or like Mm -hmm. and your mom's eating you and and people are like oh I want to be called really thin like that's that sounds really great when in reality that's also a form of bullying
1: right and that's that was the hard thing for me growing up was that I would I mean still now I'll walk into Trader Joe's and have four people come up to me and tell me how tall I am and that I should play basketball and then I should take karate for my self-esteem that was a weird one what um yeah i was like was I it a trader I- joe's a whole foods like trader what? Joe's. really okay okay <laughs> Our, one was at vons and okay. i got at an in an argument with this guy who came up to me and he was like wow you're really tall and it's it's always that what do i say yeah back? thing but i'm like okay thank you and he's like you're like six four right and I was like no i'm six one he goes no you're six four I was like, uh, nope, I'm 6'1". No, si- he's like, well, I'm 6'2", and you're like two inches. And I was like, wow, am I really getting into argument? So yeah. it was always those comments of like, oh my gosh, you're so skinny and you're so tall. Not that their intentions are bad, but it, it builds up and makes you very self-conscious about it and made me really insecure about it because of all these comments. So, you know, it's it's what people look at as negative or positive. They might not think of it, but it really does have an effect on someone.
0: I know your mom, you've mentioned a, a lot of times, too, has really kind of helped support you in, th- in so that much. way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of kids out there who don't necessarily have that support from their yeah. parents. Is there any advice you have from them, bullying or cutting, like anything right. they might be dealing with?
1: Yeah, I think that was honestly one of my hardest things going into my role was trying to figure out why Jodi was so closed off and why she had stopped doing the things that she loved. And that was because she didn't have that support system that I had. Because honestly, if I didn't have my mom, I'd, I don't know if I would have kept going and doing this because it is really difficult. So I think the thing that Jodi did, she didn't have that support system from her family or she wasn't able to relate to them at all. Um, so I think what she did is she found the people around her that truly loved her and supported her for who she is and I think that's the most important thing for us to do I think a lot of times in school we can get caught up in the looks of our crowd or who somebody is or who's popular or who's prettier and I think we really need to take a step back and say who are we surrounding ourselves with is this healthy are they helping me reach my goals are they helping me get good grades or are they not you know and so um I think that is honestly the most important thing is no matter who they are, whether it is your parents or a sibling or a friend, surround yourself with someone who supports you honest and genuinely.
0: It's really cool that Netflix even pursued kind of a movie like this. And you are really the perfect person for it Thank because I mean you. you're a tall girl right. but how did that opportunity come in I mean was it presented to you no or did you go no. through the casting process
1: uh, people ask me that I'm like I wish that was no it was honestly the hardest audition process I've ever been through um I my manager actually sent me over the not the script but just the breakdown when it came out and it was like in all caps she's like Ava you need to read this right now it's literally you this this is it and she's not like that ever she's like very downplaying mm-hmm. things and so I remember I was like getting off the exit with my mom and I read the character description of Jody, and we both had chills because it reminded me so much of what I had been through and it's been a story that I've wanted to tell for a while so after that I went in for my first audition in August last year and went in went out I was like I think it went good I don't know three months go by I'm like hmm didn't get nope, it. No that comment, sucked. anything. Oh, nothing. And then I found out that they were doing a worldwide casting during that time. So they were taking self tape submissions oh, yeah. worldwide. And that was terrifying to hear. And then, so three months after um, I originally auditioned, I went back in. And I was back in five more times. crazy just with um you know casting and then directors and then chemistry reads with the other characters and then Netflix came in and the producers came in and at one point I swear to god there were like twelve people in this tiny little room watching us and my my last chemistry read was like six and a half hours. So they really put me through it. But I'm I'm really glad because I feel that it really made me feel like I earned it. You know, but it was a very difficult process. Yeah,
0: and I mean people only look at the final projects so they're not seeing that like intense period of time but I mean did you do certain things like during that period of time because I think everyone can relate to at some point whether they're waiting for their dream job or their college like that period
1: time, you have no clue what's gonna happen no clue at all I was so nervous yeah so nervous um I don't even know I just I really tried to keep my mind off of it as much as I could I kept you know positive affirmations as much as I could trying to manifest anything I could um I I actually journaled a lot during that time and I think that actually really helped me just like talking about it and getting that out but I I think it's funny because during the audition process I actually kind of became Jody in mm-hmm. a way because I started like doing things that she would do yeah. my mom was like that was like a Jody sarcastic comment. And then I like painted my nails these color and I was like, wait, I think this is like Jody's color. And so it was funny to see that growth of like through that process. I started to learn her character so much more. So I think that really helped me out. During that. Yeah. But it was really funny to watch. I was like, oh, OK, this is fun. <laughs> well, I,
0: I watched the show called When They See Us. I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix. No. Amazing. It's, it's like a documentary. It's very different than Tall Girl. Um, but one of the actors, he's young like you. Um, and he said the same thing. Like he had to get in the role of this character who was in prison. And, you know, he used to like go and sit in jail cells just like on the floor to try and relate to that. And I mean, that is also taxing in a so way because crazy. you have to. It must be, I assume, like an out of body experience.
1: Yeah, it's. It's trying to figure out how you embody this person while still staying true to who you are and bringing your own personal experiences and own little, um, your essence into the life of this character, which, you know, it was my first time really being able to do this. And I had, obviously, so many amazing people surrounding me and helping me, so it was best i love it so much
0: on the topic of social media and bullying mental health whatnot uh i know i mentioned to you off the camera that i've had a few other dance mom stars like mm-hmm. on my radio disney show um, fearless every day which did recently end and all of you guys have this similar thing the kind of pattern is that none of you were viral overnight, like, right. sensations. You didn't post a video and, and go viral. So I'm right. curious from your experience, which I personally think is awesome. Um, from, from your experience, do you think that you would be where you are now and have been so passionate about that role if you had been a Viner and posted, like, a video and then just went viral?
1: Um No, I I mean, possibly it's everybody always has some their life before that. And I don't think we ever really see that. So, I mean, they could be like me. And, you know, people view me as tall girl just getting that. But there's so much more before it. Um, But I do think that, you know, it's those humble beginnings. It's those working hard and going through everything and going through those auditions and um, training all the time that really make you appreciate what you have more. And when you finally get there, you can really, truly be thankful for it. So, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't change my journey at all. I mean, it would be cool to just, like, post a video of me yodeling in Walmart and just become <laughs> famous. I mean, I, I'd like to see how that feels. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's cool, but I think that going – like I said going through the process the and the process this long journey has really made me so thankful for it.
0: Yeah, I know you also uh have had a lot of interviews with the cast of this show as well. Yeah. You guys even wrote a song together. I did. So I mean the chemistry there also must have been a huge like kind of force for you to stay so passionate about this film.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we we all got along so well. They're also talented but also like The most amazing human beings and just like spending time with them and learning from each other was really cool. And now we all have relationships while we're back in L.A. And actually one of our castmates like moved to L.A. after the movie. So it's where was the film in uh, in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we filmed in New Orleans and New Orleans is so fun. I haven't been there, but it's like my one place. Very haunted. Yeah. (laughs) Very haunted. Yeah. Very fun and the beignets
0: I know that's what I see the pictures
1: of oh my gosh
0: I totally gained weight this is totally (laughs) the truth from somebody who if people are saying you are not eating I can like see it in your eyes that you're like still thinking about them she
1: eats (laughs) so much food and the cast thank god we were all huge foodies so we ate so much and then we would eat like our three meals on set and then we'd leave set like late at night and be like let's go get sushi and it's like 2am and so we just go and eat more food for like that was great eating Now, habits, I hear the food there is, like, amazing. It's yeah. so good. It's very fried, but it's pretty great. The gumbo is, like...
0: Well, I hear people also say that, like, is it Café du Monde, That, like, mm-hmm, that's Café not... The, but there's yeah. better places for beignets? Like, I don't know.
1: Um, the stereotype? I don't
0: know. Mom's I mean, shaking her head over here, like, nope,
1: that's the I, one. I know <laughs> of Café du Monde, and honestly, they're... Pretty amazing. Okay, good to know. Pretty amazing. Yeah, and I wore black the first time I ate them, which was not smart because the powdered sugar was everywhere. But, you know. You learn.
0: I'm keeping it on my bucket list. There you Thank go. you very much, Ava. Oh, my God.
1: It's so good. <laughs> and their coffee's really good, too. Oh,
0: yeah. That's what I've heard, She's too. Like those like their hot chocolate. Like,
1: everything's pretty great Oh, there. my gosh. Got going on.
0: So you you were there for how long then filming?
1: I was there for two and a half months. Okay. And I was actually over Mardi Gras, too. Oh, so cool. That's what I was going to ask. It was interesting. Um, I unfortunately didn't participate because I was on set so sure. much. And then when I was off set, I was like, I just want to sleep and watch Netflix and Netflix plug. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so we just really were chilling when we weren't on set. Sure. But it's crazy. It's a whole different world in New Orleans.
0: I know. I know a lot of people who love it but wouldn't move there. Yeah. I don't know. I would probably I, the I same. would say it's
1: an amazing place to visit, but especially, like, really close to the quarter. I don't think I could live there. It's too... That's a lot,
0: yeah. No, that's what I would think. And too. I would also be like very
1: overweight.
0: <laughs> no, I feel like when you're taller, food goes to like different parts of your body. <laughs> I'm I don't know that my
1: my brother eats so much, and it all has to go to his feet because his feet are very big. And that was always our joke when we were younger. Pro- he eats so much probably food. And he's so but skinny. but boy, boys
0: are different. Like they're. I know it makes me mad. So, I know
1: he's he. We were literally at the table the other night, and he was like. Yeah, if I don't eat this much, I'm just gonna like start losing so much weight. And I'm like, Devin, oh, I wish. Like 12 cereal boxes later. I wish. He's eating like 4,000 calories a day. He's like Michael Phelps. I think Michael
0: Phelps, though, does like 12. He actually
1: is built like.
0: Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Maybe he's a swimmer. He should be. You never know. He's not. Well, now that you mentioned that as well, I kind of want to redirect on the topic of of filming. So. A lot of people, like myself included, obviously, I think everyone, entrepreneur, actor, whatever, uh, in general has those kind of moments of, like, what's what's next? Mm-hmm. Um, I randomly, I'm not an actress at all, but I decided I wanted to be better on camera. So I took this acting class in L.A. with this really good acting coach um, over the past, like, three weeks. It was a four-week class. And there was one girl who was in the class on, like, the second week. And I didn't know her because I literally only watched Sex in the City. <laughs> and so this one chick, like, went on the stage and performed. And I didn't I don't really know what a good actress is but I didn't think she was amazing and then the acting coach was asking her like you haven't been here in a while where have you been and and she was like well I got casted on this one show and then it ended and then I got like really depressed and then I got like really obsessed with my Instagram following she was on a soap opera Mm -hmm. young young girl um and that was like really interesting to me because I was like okay I relate to that I'm not an actress but I can relate to like you know things are going really good and then it's like it's slow and then it's like is anything gonna
1: pick back up again. Right. Yeah. It's difficult. I mean, I realized that because, you know, I'd, I'd never been on a, yeah. a movie set or filmed for that length of time. And it's funny, the mindset of like, I booked it. Finally, I'm going to be working. And then when you're done, like I literally got off the plane and went to my manager's house to film a self-tape like right off the plane. And so you go back to the grind, like you go back to where you started and especially before the movie came out because I didn't have anything to show anyone. So I was like, I just filmed this awesome movie and then nobody can see that. So I didn't have anything to show for anything I did for many months until it came out. So that was really difficult for me. But um, I mean, I, like I said, I, I love the process and I'm still auditioning, but it's again, going back to that thing of like finding what's right for me. And I've been working on a lot, a lot of music now. And you know, I have the line that just came out and all of that. So I'm doing my own personal things while waiting for the next thing to happen. No,
0: and I mean, I think that just goes along the message of like really having found your purpose, which most people don't do it. 17 right but really i think that sometimes there are really lucky people who end yeah. up finding their purpose mm-hmm. and like that is kind of a driving force for a lot of other people who, right. who look up to you and, and want to be like you as well i know you also had a youtube video um that i think you posted called amazing and talented eight-year-old dancer
1: oh my gosh do you ever look back Wait. on these kind of no, videos and I you're i didn't post everyone that go watch it. it go watch so it please, yeah you posted that amazing and talent i think you did do I you ever like look you back did. on
0: this stuff and you're like Wow, look how far I've come. You know,
1: not really. Okay, I did recently post my first solo, and I was four years old in, like, this little tap costume, and it was really sparkly and feathery. And I was like, wait, I was actually kind of good for four (laughs) because I was always so hard on myself growing up, and I remember watching all my videos, and I'm like, Mom, I'm so terrible. Like, oh, I'm so bad. And so... um. Now that I look back I'm like okay wait I was I was actually pretty good. Okay, thank you for that. Um but you know I think that helped me get better because I was so I mean I'm still very hard on myself. I hate watching videos, but I'm the same though. I do yeah. So I need to look back more. But that video was really funny. Just watching my first solo and like where it all started. Well, you're
0: also like a kid then. So right. it's like different I already to look had the back, legs yeah. though.
1: It's funny. Half of my body is legs, legs. when I'm four. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no,
0: I I, I I, saw that too. And I was like, oh, my God, this is really cute. And I think that going back sometimes through those things, even if you're not an
1: actress,
0: right. can really be beneficial to oh, seeing sure. like that
1: growth. And I'm, I'm very visual. So like if I watch a video, I can critique myself and then correct it you know so I'm very that's kind of how I I grow personally yeah so I think that's because of dance because I'm very visual in that way so like even I communicated that with my director and so whenever she would see something she's like you keep doing this or like we need to change this up she'd be like okay come to the screen and then we'd watch it and then you know go back so that's cool but you I think we all have to know how we learn and what best for us were there
0: times as well when you were on that set and this was your first movie correct yeah where you were like i can't do this this is really hard like i'm embarrassed i don't or like i forgot my lines like i don't i don't know any anything that i feel Um, like
1: i really thought i was gonna have those moments because it was my my first thing um i think my hardest thing for me was i had never really expected for me to book something so big and it'd be my first role and have this cast that was a part of it Um, but also be the lead and you know the movie was kind of on my shoulders to carry it and I wanted to do not only like myself justice and everybody else justice but like the story because it meant so much to me so I think the hardest thing for me to learn was just believing in myself and I remember there was this one time um, that the director came over to me and she was like Ava I want you to know that you did not book this role because you were tall tall We have so many people, because that was always in the back of my mind of like, I would tell people that I booked tall girl and they'd go, oh, typecasting. And I'm like, no. What is typecasting? Typecast. Like, um, what would typecast be? Like, if you look like Cinderella, they'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Or, um, yeah, because I'm tall, Mm -hmm. they would say, oh, typecast, because that's, you're Mm -hmm. tall. And they would pretty much just say that oh that's the reason you booked it and so that was kind of always in the back of my head and I was like no I booked this because of the hard work that I've put into my craft because that means so much to me so her saying that to me was like a huge turning point that I didn't know I needed and it really just like I was like you're right you know like they saw so many tall people and even when I walked into the audition room I was like whoa, <laughs> there are way more tall people than I thought in this world. And so that was something that really helped me. And then also, I mean, I I told her, you know, she obviously knew that I danced. So there was one scene to where she was like, Ava, you're getting in your head. like," And we're, she's like, I want everybody to leave this room. And so she took me over and she goes, this is the song that I envision for your character and I want you to dance to it. And so she took me over to the corner and I danced to it. And I went back and she was like, there we go. We found our thing. So that was kind of our thing if like she ever saw that I really was like getting hard on myself or getting down, she would be like, "Okay. Dance it out, listen to the song, come back. We're going to do it." So that was like really, really cool for me. Oh, I love that. And I yeah. mean, it's
0: it's so hard to not critique yourself. Oh, so hard, Constantly. especially
1: in acting because I found that it was the only thing that there was no right or wrong. Sure. And so you're kind of just like, huh here I am. This is what I'm doing. If I suck, I suck. And that's embarrassing. But if I don't, then cool. (laughs) You know, so it was a really difficult thing.
0: Well, before I came to meet you for this interview, um, I had a meeting with somebody who runs this really cool nonprofit. And she asked me, like, what's your advice for people who want to be entrepreneurs? I mean, it's a little different, obviously, being an actress, but in a sense, you do work for yourself. So you have that mindset. And I always shy away from saying it. But quite often, I want to say, like, don't, do it unless it's something that like wakes you up in the middle of the night because it is so hard and once you become even a little bit successful and you can probably relate to this that drive only like becomes so much more passionate and sometimes that can be a little bit of a negative because you find yourself constantly questioning yourself like that sometimes comparing yourself gets worse I mean have you ever dealt with that
1: um yeah I think I think the hardest thing for me was that I actually had so many people in my life that were really close to me telling me that I couldn't do it and that I wasn't good enough and that I wasn't going to make it. And I feel that at that point I really could have given up and I could have listened to them. And if that was my choice, then that would have shown me that this wasn't my career path. But because I kept going and that fueled me more, that just made me realize that like this is truly what I want to do like this is the thing that I want to do the, for the rest of my life so um, I think that you know going through everything if you still have that drive then keep going for it but if you don't then I, I don't I don't know if that's the thing for you you know what I mean <laughs> so um, yeah I mean I love it and keep doing it because I love it and I think that if you don't then find something else find a new passion that makes you excited about it
0: well, that's what I like to call the 1% because there really is 1% of people who are willing to work so hard and relentlessly over such a period of time and not give up. And you said right. it right there. You easily could have given up. Same mm-hmm. with all the rejection, anytime. Right. And it's so easy to, to give up. So I think it's really like important that you really find that fire deep inside yeah. of you and you just keep pushing. And then you can probably go back to now everyone who is like, oh, like, you weren't going to do it. And now you're like, well, look at me. I did it and right. I didn't listen to any of
1: you. Yeah. And I, I think it's it's so crazy that there are so many people that feel the need to tell someone that they can't do it. And I think, honestly, my biggest advice is, like, if you have that thing in your gut that tells you that this is what you're supposed to be doing, do it. And nothing and else do, matters. do not let anyone yeah. stop you, no matter who it is, like— No matter who it is.
0: (laughs) Let's talk about Self Love Club. So that's your clothing line. And you've done something really unique with the line and you've put all of the words backwards, correct? Yes. So tell us about that.
1: So um, I... Going back, I mean, obviously, I had a really difficult time with cyberbullying and, you know, bullying in schools and body Before you were on the show or Um, just growing up? Just growing up. Like, um, I mean, bullying. And then when I got on Dance Moms and, you know, obviously got some exposure, I had some really terrible things that were said to me and that, you know, really got in my head. I know a lot of people say block out the haters, but my view is we're humans and we can't. Everything that's said to us will stick with us, but it's really what we do with that and how we... Um how we let it affect us. Um, so I really wanted to take my journey of finding self-love because that was really the thing that like helped me get through it is just realizing my qualities that I loved about myself and that these people really didn't know me for who I am. Um, so I really wanted to take my experience and help people because I know that so many of us are going through it, and I still struggle with it. It's not a thing that when you find it, you have it, you know, it's a constant battle. So Self-Love Club came about because of me just wanting to have something that was, that could be a movement, that could be a club of just love and, and a reminder that we are worth it, that you are beautiful, that you are loved. And so those are the sayings that are on the shirts of like, um, yeah, you are worth it, you are beautiful, you are loved, I love me. And so they're backwards so that when you look in the mirror, you're seeing them for yourself. Because I felt that one of the most negative spaces was the mirror. And I was like, I want to change that because we constantly have that negative reminder or that comparing or judgment constantly around us or on social media. And so I was like, what could be that constant reminder? And we're always looking in the mirror and what we look like. So um, I think just turning that around was really my mission and just um, creating something that was positive and full of love and hopefully that came across in it. But I'm, I'm really, really excited. And I also teamed up with a company called Known Supply, which they are amazing, amazing to begin with. They are a company who actually supplies uh, jobs for women in third world countries to where they're in better housing and they're getting paid for wages. And not only are they doing that, but we can also connect with them as um, the consumer. So there's. Their faces are on the tags and they also sign the shirts. So then you can look them up on the website and see their story. And it really just connects um, the the thought of actually someone working to put these clothes together. Because I feel like we take that for granted so much in a day and time to where we can order anything or just go to the mall and don't really think of the people that are behind it. So it's also connecting that, which I think is... Cool to have a brand that can do that and then also adding the self-love club aspect. So. And you can
0: find those at knownsupply.com? Knownsupply.com, yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, you know, people would look at you now and think, all right, this girl's already successful. Um, she's she's already she's already done it, TV show, movie. Like, what, 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 else, what else can she do that will, like, inspire people? She's like, my inspiration and, and that's it. And I, I don't get the sense from you that you're ever gonna, like, think that's it.
1: Never gonna stop, no. Um... I mean, I think this is just the beginning. I want to grow more and um, obviously I want to act more because oh, I just love it so much. I honestly don't think I could live without doing what I love because I'm just so passionate about it. If I could be on set 365 days every year, I would do it because I just I love it so much. Um, But I also have music going on and. I think the thing that's honestly on the top of my list is just being a positive influence for kids and, you know, doing as much good as I can because I think that's the most important thing. And, you know, with everything I do, it will constantly be changing, but that won't, you know, that is kind of my rock of hopefully influencing as many people as I can. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So it's always going to keep going. Always going to. And you're 17, yeah. so most
0: 17-year-olds yeah. are thinking about college, which I assume right. you might not be thinking about.
1: Um, I, I'm not sure that that's my path. Um, I actually graduated two years ago. I graduated in 2018. Did you take online school? Almost two years ago. Um, yeah. So I did I was, too. Okay. I was um, in a charter school for okay. high school. Okay. So I just went over the summer and then um, okay. tested out of some things, but... Yeah, I graduated in 2018, so I've had, you know, some time to be able to work and do that and really think about it and figure it out, but I don't think that as of right now college is my path, but I'm still 17, so I still have some time that if I, like, want to you can go to something. college at any time. But exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I could be forty years old going to college. I don't care. <laughs>
0: exactly. I mean, but, I didn't I didn't go to college, but I, I don't necessarily advise people who haven't found their purpose at like seventeen right. I'm twenty-two to to not go to college. Because um, I feel like if you can find your purpose, like that's so great. And I don't right. like I don't think we need to go to college.
1: Exactly. And I also feel like a lot of people coming out of high school feel so pressured that they need to that they mm-hmm. fall into the wrong um like choice of like career path and then they go to college and then they're like, wait, no, that's not what I want to do. So I want to make sure that if I do it, that's something that I really want to do. But I also feel that there's so many different outlets for us to educate ourselves now that um, there's a lot of ways for us to do it on our own, too. Um, And I mean, Life teaches you a lot of also. So. Oh, yeah. Just
0: living in general <laughs> yeah. and especially being in entertainment. I mean, you grow yeah. up so fast. You learn
1: so much.
0: For a 17-year-old, you're like incredibly, incredibly mature. Thank you. But, I mean, most people obviously are not in entertainment, so they're not, right. like, kind of having that
1: experience. Yeah, for sure. And it's you have to be very independent and very strong-willed. And, um, yeah, you, you learn a lot of things that people learn very a lot later in life. Or learn, yeah. like, in college. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So... I mean, I'm, I'm really thankful for it. My mom was also really good on, like, making me street smart and very aware at a young age, which you really do need in this industry. Oh, know? yeah. So, um, yeah, it definitely makes you grow up. But I feel like I was always, like, even before I was in the industry, I was just... Like an old soul. I, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just... I was always more mature, like, just hanging out with people that sure. were older than me. And I always danced with people that were older than me also. So, just had a different mindset than my...
0: Most people that I feel like I know in entertainment, too, were the same. Like, we all were kind of hanging out with people who And you all kind of, like, find each other, too. Yeah. I feel
1: like when I came out to L.A., you just, like, you can really easily find your people out here, which was really cool. And, like, being able to—one thing I love about L.A. is you can, like, really create this family of, like, you're not going to school with them, so you're not, like, forced to be— you know, friends with anyone you normally wouldn't. So you kind of find people who have very similar interests and similar values out here. And you can really pick and choose who you want to surround yourself with. What year did you come out here? How long have you been in L.A. for? I've only been here for like three, four years. Oh, okay. I've only been
0: here for like two and a half. So you would have oh, come wow. out here then when you were 15?
1: I was 15. 15, yeah. which is which is 14, young. 15,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, for, for anyone who's listening and is like, I am 17 and I don't really have supportive parents right. and like I want to move to L.A. and like work at a coffee shop and act. Right or sing or produce whatever what's one piece of advice
1: I say age is just a number honestly I have I have so many people constantly telling me how young I am and that I have time but I have the drive now and I have the passion now so I say whenever you have that do it and go for it and don't let anyone tell you because of your age that it's it's not the right time because If it's supposed to happen, it'll happen. I I
0: agree. People say always the same thing to me about the age. It almost gives me more anxiety when somebody's like, "You have so much time." I'm like, "I know. What do you mean? I have like like, I have no time. I have no time. No, no I think the same thing. Yeah.
1: So, and and it's, you know, it's very specific to different people. I mean, if you have that maturity level and you're already educated in your field, then it shouldn't be an issue. I mean, there's certain things that obviously you need to be old enough to do, but I mean, this industry isn't one of those. I wish I started acting when I was, like, five. Well, I, I want to be a child I actor. I look at you, and I'm like, oh,
0: my God, I'm 22, and she's 17. And then I'm like, oh, we're, like, on it's it's completely different. You're and so I, young. I, I know, but I'm like, you're so young. I know,
1: but, like, I actually, like, I thought you were older, yeah. too. Like, not looks-wise, but just...
0: Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's the same for you, and, and it's so funny. Everyone I know, um, well, and, and especially, like, being at Disney, everyone there is, like, you have these 14, 15-year-old kids, and I look at them, and I'm, like, number one, like, I don't, I mean, maybe I was, like, that at 14, but also I don't know if it's, like, the concept of that they're just always in front of the camera. Like, what? Right. But I'm, like, these kids, I mean, it's it's kind of scary. <laughs> like, I mean, you are 15. Like, that's really, like, scary that you're so mature. It's also really cool, yeah. but it's, like, sometimes like ah I just want to like it was specifically like the like the little kids on the shows I just was like oh my gosh just like so cute it's so crazy
1: even like in the dance industry just what I'm seeing of like them growing up and their talent at a young age like I feel like everything is just really taking the next level and it's probably because of social media because we're so aware and um there's there's so many things that are open to us now and we are able to view like I remember in the Midwest growing up like we were so behind on trends that were happening in L.A. and New York that by the time they got to us, we were so far behind. But now we have social media and we can look at what people are doing and the level that they're at, and so now it's everybody trying to top that. So now we have, like, that awareness to be able to be on that level, you know? Do you think that's a good thing or a negative thing? I think think social media in the aspect of, like, awareness and especially our – Um, our generation being so politically aware of what's going on um, in in our world is amazing and I think also it's it's definitely made us a lot more open minded to um, you know who people want to be and um, what people are doing which I think is great but I also think that it's kind of created this false reality of like what people's lives are because they're not like that I mean social media when it first came out was very like taking my dogs for a walk. We didn't even have filters. Like what was editing? What was Facetune? And now it's like a personal vlog. It's a professional like version of ourselves that we put out. And so I think that it's, you know, just grasping that concept of this is really not who people are is very important. And I try to be as real as possible as I can and like really reach out to my fans and be there for them. Um, But I feel that there are certain people that do have um, the wrong intentions yeah. on social media. And so I think it's just being aware of that and kind of, you know, weeding through those um, and just not comparing ourselves to everything. But it's difficult. I mean, I find myself, Oops. <laughs> I find myself, um, you know, just scrolling through my page my page being like, oh, my God, she's so pretty or like her body or whatever. It well, it's is. inevitable that you're, anyone's going to think. Yeah, that. we're going to you know, we do that. But it's just saying, you know what? No, self-love. I love myself. Yeah. I'm I'm cool the way I am. I have this and I have, you know, so um, like I said, I think it's just being aware of. What is going on through your brain and whether that's healthy or if it's not. But I am I am thankful for social media and extremely thankful for the platform that I have now that I can use in a positive way because i really think that we do need that a lot right now yeah. <laughs>
0: i like that you say that and it's so obvious in, in my opinion but i know other people struggle with this is that it's to me it's very clear when somebody is authentic on social media or not right but i think sometimes you know young people are so vulnerable like we're all looking for like who's going to inspire us? And like, who's that person? Right. And so we're so easily just like captivated by somebody mm-hmm. when in reality, it's, it's not, it's not always that easy, like behind right. the scenes. Um, so I feel like that's a really clear thing is like to go on social media and just know who the kind
1: of people that you are um, right. and you want to follow. Yeah. I think it's, it's really important because it's, like I said earlier, it's just like who we surround ourselves with. Honestly, honestly, the, the people that we follow are a part of that group it's who we're influenced by and we may not think about that all the time like that but they are a part of your life yeah. and so they are influencing you in in some way whether we actually know it or not so i think it's really being aware of like who that is and if they are like representing you well Ava, <laughs> i have two questions left for you okay um, i have one question and
0: um My question is, some time ago, somebody asked me, um, it was a producer, and he said to me in this meeting, he said... "Um, who are you? And I looked at him and I, this was when I was with Disney and I gave this, like, I'm this young person and I'm trying to inspire teens to be fearless. And he looked at me and was like, can you just shut the fuck up? Like, actually, who are you? So I'm really curious. How mm. would you answer that question? That's such and a hard And it took me. And now it's my thing. I'm going to ask every guest oh, this. Oh, that is such a hard and question. And it's such a hard
1: question. It really is. Who am I? And especially um, when you're
0: in front of the camera all the time, like, you're so trained to be like, hi, I'm Ava. Like, hi, I'm Alexa. and like, right. this is who I am. But- and, and
1: tell about Yeah, your little bullet points of your life. Yeah. Um, Who am I? Um, I remember what my answer was. That's so hard. That's so hard. I would say um, I'm someone who's who's kind, who's trustworthy, who's really hardworking, who—oh, this is hard—has confidence sometimes but is always struggling with that, and I think that's important to be honest about. Um, I'm someone who's really lucky to love what I do, love to talk, love food. <laughs> Did I say that? I love food. Food is great. Um, I don't know if that's who I am, but it really is. No, my, um, that's better
0: than my first answer.
1: But maybe I prepped you to be like, don't say. I don't know. I would say, yeah, and I'm, I'm really short. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my, wait, I looked at
0: you and was like, do you mean like you're short talking? Like no. what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're I'm funny. Um, no, that's I a good. I don't know if that was an okay answer. No, that's that's good. That's I think hard. I said something like not like that, but like on a similar like wavelength of that, like my second time around right. after like the.
1: It's really hard. And then it makes you think you're like, who am I? I know. I know.
0: Well, that's why I like the question. That's why I'm going to start asking people no, That's a people great it. question. Um, it's going to make
1: me think. I'm going to be thinking and be like, why did I say that? Yeah.
0: But, but there's also the person that you want people to see, and then there's like right. the, the the you, I guess, kind of behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and I, and a lot of times like you want it to be one, but sometimes I mean, there's I bet many times where you're like, I'm not gonna post this on social media, yeah. like it's it's personal because you're right. a human
1: behind the camera, and that's what people need to know. Right, exactly, and I think you know that's the most important thing. I've actually gotten the question a lot, like, have you always been so confident? And you know, I do look at myself as a, a confident person, but I don't always have confidence. You know, and so I think that that. Oh, thank you. Um, But I think that's like really important for us to be honest about, because I feel like so many, especially girls, just struggle with that all the time. And I think them knowing that like we all do, no matter how good you may think our lives look, we all are struggling with that. So. I don't know. I try to be as honest as possible, but sometimes personal things are really difficult Yeah, to I Yeah, of course. And, you know? I, and
0: confidence is not something you come to overnight. I get asked that question a lot, no. too, and I say the same thing. I mean, I've been doing this since I was 12. Right. You've been doing That's it since, amazing. like, younger than I was. And, like, mm. now it's, like, people are like, like, oh, you're so confident. But it's like, okay, but I wasn't at 12, right. 30, 50 like, and, everywhere to now.
1: Right. And I have days to where I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. And then I have days to where I'm like, ooh, looking good today, <laughs> you know? And we all have those. So, um, yeah, I mean we're all humans, human yeah, beings. Yeah, perfection doesn't exist. No, yeah. it really does not. It doesn't. Well, Ava,
0: where can everyone find you on social media? Can they find me. There's so many places
1: <laughs> that I have to remember. Um, so Instagram is ava.michelle. My YouTube is ava.michelle. My Facebook, I think, is ava.michelle. Maybe official after that. I don't know. Um, and then my Twitter, I think, is ava.michelle two thousand two. Let's hope I did those right. And if not, just type in Ava Michelle and hopefully you find me. There's got to
0: be someone. It's either Michelle Ava or like Ava Michelle. Yeah, I guess you'd have to something like that. I'm on TikTok too,
1: but I really don't know my my <laughs> username. And I also am not very active. I, have I no apologize to do for it. that.
0: <laughs> I watched like Reese Witherspoon's kid. Did you see that video? Try and like explain TikTok to her. No. I was looking at it. I was Wait,
1: like, that's probably a really fun video. It was video. just like so. I, I don't understand that that's platform. Hilarious. But I also just love that Jennifer Aniston broke Instagram for like a day.
0: Right? I know. Oh my God. Like so
1: deserving but of it But I also like she's like my favorite person ever. I was actually going to be here for Halloween. My friends were going to be friends.
0: Oh my God. Are you going yeah. to now?
1: Um. I, I don't know. We're still we're st- trying to decide. Maybe more people added to the groups, so and yeah. then we're like, do we not include those friends. people and friends? We need some more characters. So I could see you just um, like
0: Jennifer, like you could just be
1: Jennifer Anderson. Like, do we need the friends? let just attached? Do that. Just like be her. You know? i will be like, do you need a daughter? A really tall daughter? Yeah. Maybe you're married to like The Rock or something. I don't know. <laughs> can somebody we'll here send us Jennifer Anderson's agent? There and we we're go. Make Ava you know her, no, not her agent. Her just manager. Her number. Her number. Just her number. E-mails, we're gonna be sign, friends. Like okay? I think
0: we can get like a direct LinkedIn contact. Yeah. Like
1: whatever. I feel like. We're we're soul sisters, and she's gonna know that, you know. I love her,
0: but like also somebody that's a really good example of like really like worked their way. She up, really didn't has happen overnight. No, she's amazing. So well, that was all your social links, I guess. I think so. Okay. And then you can buy the clothing at
1: knownsupply.com. Yes, at knownsupply.com or the link in my bio on Instagram. So.
0: Well, thank you so much for stopping thank by you. and for living so your fun. life so unfiltered. <laughs> it was such an awesome um, opportunity to talk with you, and I'm so, so excited to see where you are in Aww. five years. I don't know if you're still growing, but like no, I'm you're, not growing. You're, oh, she stopped. I'm growing. not. I'm right. stopped. I want to keep. But growing, you never know. So okay. you, you never know. You yeah, know, I'll just give you a little. Energy I'm five nine and over. a half.
1: Okay. But I would love to be six. You are one. tall. I am
0: tall, yeah. yeah. I remember um, when I was in the eighth grade and I was modeling. And I remember my modeling agent would always be like, one more inch, one more inch. And I would Google, like, how to grow.
1: And it would be like, <laughs> don't
0: drink coffee. And then, like, what was what else would they say? So well, you probably didn't look this up because oh you're already God. tall. Well, but you know
1: what's funny is that I have drank coffee my entire life. So I actually think it might have the opposite effect. effect. Or, right, people. or I would be six seven. Um, but it was really funny. Funny memory is that I remember I was sitting at Panera with my mom. I was like, Mom, I want a cell phone. I think it was like eight. And she was like, OK, I'll give you one if you stop growing. So I was like, I had all these ideas. I was like, how can I stop growing? How just for like a little bit to prove stop? it to my mom? And, and she's like, "We'll put a brick on your head. Oh my and God, I was that's like, amazing. wait, this is a great idea. I never did it. But I, I just think that's really funny.
0: I think that's a fabulous thing to say to, like, any parents who are listening to, like, that they don't want to give their kids a phone. Just tell right. them, like, stop growing because you can't really stop growing. Stop growing because that's – I know. It,
1: it was really a great move on her yeah. end. Yeah. And for me, I really thought it was possible. So, I mean, it was smart parenting move. Next <laughs> time
0: I talk to a mom, I'm going to say that because you I'm, go. like, anti-cell phones before the age of, like, 30. That's great. Oh, no, just but getting, then I
1: feel like what if they do and then they'll stop feel growing, like your mom, like, cursed screwed. you.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope that they don't stop growing. Let's and, hope. No. The eighth grade. Or if they do, then extra iPhones for Christmas. Yeah. Or like phones.
1: some really great drag queen heels.
0: Great. Or bring back a blackberry. I'll, I'll lend them mine. Love a good.
1: So. I
0: love good heels. And I love. Right? Those are great. Love a nice cell phone for free. So, <laughs> Anyway, but thank you so much for stopping by. That thank is a you. wrap for this episode Woo-woo. of This Is Life Unfiltered. Make sure to continue to follow the podcast as well as my personal social media, which is at Alexa underscore Curtis. And after every episode, you can go to com to find out more about the guest as well as listen to the direct podcast interview as well as Stitcher, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, all of them. And then make sure to subscribe on the App Store as well so you can guys can tell me who you want to hear next on this is life unfiltered and i'll see you guys next week